The Daily Rios for May 29th, 2013. It's New Comics Wednesday. And with another new Wednesday, we get another new X title. Not astonishing, not uncanny, not all new, just simply X-Men featuring X-Women. We have Storm, Rogue, Jubilee, Kitty Pride, Rachel Gray, and Psylocke. This is by Brian Wood and art by Olivier Coipel. Uh, you know, the initial premise, an orphaned baby that might be the savior or the destruction of the world. I think we heard that before, but no judging a book by its solicitation. I will read it and see what I think uh, of it for myself, although it's getting some uh, early buzz, some good buzz, even um, this early in the day. Now, along with that, we have other Marvel Now books that I'm still reading, Captain America 7, Indestructible Hulk number 8, and New Avengers number 6. Marvel is also put, putting out a new printing of Spider-Man 2099, Volume 1, by Peter David and Rick Leonardi, issues 1 through 10 for $24.99. There's also artwork in issue 9 by Kelly Jones. Now, Miguel O'Hara, who is the Spider-Man 2099, was rumored to be the Spider-Man that was going to take over the Superior Spider-Man book when that kicked off. But that's not why I'm bringing this up, even though that's probably why they're resoliciting this trade. Uh, I'm bringing it up because of Rick Leonardi. It gives me a chance to talk about Rick Leonardi for half a second, you know. I remember seeing his artwork in that uh, Cloak & Dagger 80s miniseries that he did with Bill Mantlo, and I believe he started the series that they received um, shortly thereafter. He also did a couple issues of New Mutants with the Hellfire Club that I really liked, and he was an artist that I felt needed an ongoing to really show off his stuff to readers. Now, it took a while. It took until Spider-Man 2099, and even as popular as that was, I don't think that was enough of a push to really um, steer Rick Leonardi into the eyes of many readers. Um, I know a lot of people who, who enjoy his stuff. Uh, some of his later stuff is okay, but I always enjoyed um, that 80s um, artwork that he produced also, Marvel is putting out Thor, God of Thunder, hardcover volume one, God Butcher, $24.99, collecting the first five issues by Jason Aaron and Isad Ribic on shelves today. Buy it. It is quality stuff. The story is interesting, the way it weaves in and, in and out of itself and through three different timelines in Thor's life. The artwork is stunning. Um, if you like Thor but not the superhero Thor, if you like the mythological Thor, if you like the very Asgardian Thor, even the cosmic Thor, this is the storyline for you. It is really good. DC Comics has the absolute top 10 hardcover by Alan Moore, Gene Ha, and Xander Cannon. And this is collecting the first series, uh, 1 through 12, the miniseries Smacks 1 through 5, a story from America's Best Comics Special, and the graphic novel Top 10, The 49ers. Uh, Adventures of Superman number one, which is the collected edition of the digital first strips that they are putting out, called Adventures of Superman. And this features um, new stories by Jeff Parker and Chris Somney, also Justin Jordan with art by Riley Rosmo, and then a story by Jeff Lemire. So that's a quality creative team on that on that book and on those digital firsts. So check those out. Um, DC is competing with itself this week, putting out uh, four different annuals, Dark Knight, 
Catwoman Earth 2 featuring the new Batman of Earth 2 and Red Hood and the Outlaws. <clears throat> a couple more trades from DC. We have Lucifer Volume 1 trade paperback, $29.99, 392 pages. Spinning out of the Sandman series. This is by Mike Carey with art by Scott Hampton, Chris Weston, uh, Peter Gross, Ryan Kelly. And this collects Lucifer 1 through 3, the miniseries, and then Lucifer 1 through 13. I've always heard that this was a good series, and I've actually never read it. So that's on on shelves today if you're looking forward to that. Also, New Teen Titans Omnibus Hardcover, Volume 3, 75 bucks. This is a collection of the Marv Wolfman George Perez stuff after the Judas contract. So Volume 3 collects issues 45 through 61, which includes their final battle with Hive. It includes the wedding of Donna Troy. Um, and it also uh, includes the first story arc, first and second story arc within the Baxter run with their um, battle against Trigon and then the battle against Titans of Myth. Uh, the Titans of Myth, uh, it's basically a Wonder Girl-centric story. Um, interesting to note that they're collecting some of the stuff from Tales of the Teen Titans when it went into reprints of the Baxter stuff, which means they're putting in some centered issues. Um, what I mean by that is in the Baxter run, there was some nudity, actually. Very, very subtle nudity, but it was there. And when they reprinted it a year later in Tales of the Teen Titans, uh, they covered it up. They covered up that nudity in the artwork. And that's if that's what they're listing as the collection here, uh, those reprint issues... Then I guess they're they're not including the the nudity stuff. They're including the censored stuff. So that's weird. Um, we also have from Vertigo the first issue of The Wake, a ten issue miniseries by Scott Snyder and Sean Gordon Murphy, uh, which seems like a cross between Prometheus meets uh, Abyss. You know, at a quick blush at the solicitation. That's the best I can do <laughs> for a high concept pitch. All right, we also have the next issue of Kill Shakespeare, Tide of Blood, issue number four. In stores today, Morning Glories 27, $3.99, start of season two from Image Comics. We have Boys of Steel, the creators of Superman, Young Readers Hardcover by Mike, uh, excuse me, Mark Tyler Nobleman and Ross McDonald. From Boom Studios, Clive Barker's Next Testament, which was originally entitled New Genesis before DC said, uh-uh, no way. Uh, it's a series by Clive Barker and artist Haim Jang. And uh, this is, let's see, the blurb here. Julian Desmond, a captain of industry, has left behind everything to begin a walkabout. He believes he's on a mission from God. While in the wasteland, he comes across a figure unlike any other who calls himself Wick and claims to be God. Their journey will span the globe as neither man merely wants to make a mark on the world but a scar. Just looks interesting from some of the pre preliminary artwork and the preliminary, um, uh, you know, just the buzz around it. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. Two comics from Action Lab. We have Pirate Eye One-Shot, Pirate's Life, and Princeless Volume 2, Number 3. Should be on comic store shelves today if you're reading those. And finally, Resurrectionist, Lost Work of Dr. Spencer, 
uh, Lost Work of Dr. Spencer Black Hardcover by E.B. Hudspeth. This is from Quirk Books. Now, this is two books in one. The first is a fictional biography of Dr. Spencer Black from his humble beginnings to the mysterious disappearance at the end of his life. The second book is Black's magnum opus, The Codex Extinct Animalia, a Grey's Anatomy for Mythological Beasts, Dragons, Centaurs, Pegasus, Cerberus, and more, all rendered in meticulously detailed black-and-white anatomical illustrations. The story takes place in Philadelphia in the late 1870s, where the fictional Dr. Spencer Black develops an unconventional hypothesis, what if the world's most celebrated mythological beasts were, in fact, the evolutionary ancestors of humankind? Sounds interesting, has a Philadelphia touch, so I thought, why not share that with listeners? So there you go, New Comics Wednesday for today. And just as an addition, if you haven't heard 2000 AD Rebellion, I should say, the publisher Rebellion has just released a press release that they are putting out a collection in July of Zenith, the Grant Morrison, Steve Yowell uh, story that, uh, you know, was one of Grant Morrison's earliest works, definitely before he hit uh, the U.S. mainstream comic scene. And they're putting out a limited collection, 1,000 copies, for hundred pounds, which is I, I guess what like a buck fifty here in the states, uh, you know, a hundred and fifty dollars, something like that. But anyway, um, it's getting a little bit of a pushback because no one seems to be clear if this is something that is sanctioned by Grant Morrison and the creators or uh, Rebellion. Do they really know um, that um, that they they own the rights to this? Is it is it with their blessing more or less? So it's kind of created a little bit of buzz, and it'll be interesting interesting to see what the development of this is, uh, because it is a standout early work for Grant Morrison, and to finally have it out there uh, in one collection is worth it. And it's an interesting way that Rebellion is doing it, you know, putting out this limited edition, but uh, does that mean later on maybe they'll put out a more mainstream, um, widespread edition, hopefully, y- you would think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this. But I thought I'd, I'd tag this along on the end of this episode because it has made some news today. As always, you can reach me, Peter, at thedailyreels.com. Visit the website, thedailyreels.com. If you want to send me any kind of feedback, it can be an email, but it can also be an audio file, which if you have a smartphone, most smartphones can record a quick one-minute, two-minute uh comment about anything you want to comment on or you want to hear and i'll play it on the show and respond all right so that's it for today i will talk to you tomorrow